It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah! To quote the very wise Garrett Bush, this feels like a punt game. Oh, yeah. Gentleman's punt. This this feels like a gentleman's punt. It's one of them squib clips where they snap it to the quarterback and they kick it (laughs) on third down and be like, we got you. Yeah, we're giving up. We don't need four plays. (laughs) We're going to punt after three. That's Did somebody tell like. the Niners it's a gentleman's punt? Yeah. Well, I think sure. they can read the writing on the wall. <laughs> no, no Deshaun Watson, according to, well, many reports now, but Jacina Anderson was the first that I saw reported it. Has not been confirmed by the Browns. I wouldn't expect them to confirm it, but he's out. It, he's not playing. Um, and also, Joel Petonio, this according to Mary Kay Cabot, Joel Petonio and David Njoku, who did play immediately after the burn, is likely to sit out this game as she as yeah. uh, Mary Kay reports unlikely to play and, and I wonder you know we as fans will often say oh the team's got no chance right, right. the team's got no chance do teams actually think that way do, do does are the Browns like are Kevin Stefanski and Andrew Berry hmm. quietly admitting if assuming you know if they feel this way we can't win, so why make Njoku and Petonio well, play this week? Gee, you played Division One football and stepped out of the MAC and played some Big Ten schools and some other powers. What does a team feel like when they know they're way out outclassed? <laughs> that's, that's a great transition. Gee, Bush, you played from some squads that went and got boat race <laughs> on the road. <laughs> Tell us about Tell it. Tell us no, about that no, boat race. This is the equivalent no, of a MAC school uh, but, but it stepping is. up to hey, play a yes. North Carolina State. Yeah, and, or, you know, a Big Ten. School. And worse, you you got about four or five players that you count on, on in max schools to like perform, right? And they're not here. And they're just not here. Yeah. And so, but you gonna you got that feeling. Now, here's the thing: I, I'm anxious to see what the defense is gonna say about that because there's some parts of the football. Um, we used to run a triple option, and I felt like that every game. Yeah. So <laughs> y- you don't have a chance to win if it's third and seven, and you running fullback dive going. To, yeah. Like, good luck. You, good luck with that. Yeah. Grab your de- grab your helmet, defense. <laughs> right. So you, playing defense, we had to come up. It's like an only child, like playing by themselves. Like yeah. you got to come up with some different things to you know motivate yourself. Like, hey, listen, we're not about to come out here and let these guys get forty on us. We got some – Miles Garrett wants to be defensive player of the year. It's a good offense. I, I'm sure the defense will not come out here and fold up, but, I mean, it's an uphill battle um, if you don't, you're not getting turnovers and, and all that good stuff. It's the the good battle. news is the defense is intact. Yeah. yeah. But you would you'd most likely have to pitch a shutout and get a defensive score. I mean, think about what are the uh, – let me ask you guys this really quick. Odds of – percentage chance of the Browns winning this game? Ten. Wow, that's pretty low. G. Well, I mean, Vegas has them as double-digit um, underdog. I would say about it's about fifteen percent, maybe. I was going to say twenty. I was going to say twenty. It's still okay. the NFL. All yeah. right, now that's a, no, that's a good point. Yeah, Percent- we've seen bigger upsets. Oh, yeah. Percentage chance they win this game because the offense outslugs San Francisco's offense. Oh, negligible. I, I don't even know that. No. Like, if they're going to win, it's because of an all-time what? effort by in the my, defense, including in turnovers. Mind. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this saw, offense isn't going to roll 24. We saw Pittsburgh do that to the Browns on Monday night with yes. defensive scores and turning them over. Right. And I've they had t- one big play on offense, that, that one it. touchdown pass to Take that away, they had 70 yards offense, yeah. and, and I've they ta- beat us. I've talked to Miles before where he said, like, don't let them score. If they can't score, they can't win. To your point, G, and like, yeah. the, the defense is intact for this game. 
Defense isn't punting this game, guys. Like, no, no. I, I'm sure. No way. I'm sure Andrew Barry and Kevin Stefanski are looking at this and going, "Boy, <laughs> yeah." Right. They're being wonder, realistic about it, but when you're a player in the locker room and on the field, you're going to win the game. You're playing to win the game, and the defense, I'm sure, is thinking, yeah. "Turn them over. Give the offense a short field. If we can generate a couple of turnovers early, mm-hmm. get some momentum, get the crowd in this game." They absolutely, the defense absolutely thinks yeah. they can win this game. We're going to talk about the Betonio and Njoku situations and whether or not those were made, those decisions are being made because of the Watson situation as well. We'll do that in just a second. First, Tim Couch is on the show today. We have a McNugget five-piece. Every Friday he comes at us with five stats that are going to knock our socks off. One of them slipped out of the bag this week because Bull just happened to stumble upon it, and McNuggets was back behind the glass going, Paul, you're killing me. But I, got, I got a little more in-depth. We won't, in tell, depth we won't talk the, about that. All right. We'll let that marinate until you do your um, your five-piece later in the show. Um, a lot to get to, but first, uh, our first hello of the day to Mikey McNuggets. What's up, guys? Big show coming. Big TV show coming, too, at 1230. Jacket means KYC show. We are heading over yep, to WKYC. 30 minutes of brand new content, <laughs> including some one-on-one matchups that we're going to predict the outcome of in this game how much of a measuring stick game this is for the Browns defense and what P.J. Walker has to do to be successful against San Francisco. So from 12, uh, 11 to 12.30, we are right here on YouTube, 12.31 over on WKYC Channel 3. Yeah. Make sure you guys tap in. Pre-written headlines, big, uh, big segment on the 12.30 show. Mm-hmm. We tell you 48 hours in advance uh, who wins and how the game plays out. So, I mean, what more can you ask for? Mikey, really quickly, I, 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 I didn't see Jason here. Jason, listen, I, I listen, I'm so glad you're here. Uh oh. Imani Bates. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, wait a minute. 12 points? 12 last night? Yeah, about 12. Oh. Need about 12. I remind you about the DTR <laughs> of training camp in the preseason. <laughs> no, Look how that, that turned out. That's fresh in our minds. Look how that turned I, out. I got a tweet from some lunatic on Twitter. I don't even know who it was. It was all in caps going, the Cavs are going to be awesome. I love Imani Bates. Okoro's going to shoot great this year. It's all coming. It means something because he's a rookie. I, I was like, Oh my God! So apparently, Kool Aid is transferable to basketball. Oh, oh, it is. oh it is. of course! <laughs> it comes in all flavors and sizes. Every Applies time you say Imani Bates, I raise you with DTR. I see your Imani Bates, and I raise you with DTR. As long as the Cavs don't trade someone after they <laughs> drink the Kool Aid out of Imani Bates in the preseason. Yeah, listen, yeah. man, listen. I like how trade, they, uh, they move him in slowly, to make room for Imani Bates. <laughs> slowly move him in there. Uh, a lot to get to, and we touched on it a little bit to start, but obviously the big news is Watson is not playing. Um, I- I'm wondering if the franchise isn't going the other way, and there's still an inside chance he could play. For instance, going into the last game against the Ravens two weeks ago, the word was 14 days ago, oh, he's playing. He's absolutely playing. And then we all woke up Sunday and we're like, wait, what? He's not? My hope here is that the Browns learned from that mistake and they said, here's the way we're preparing. Get ready, PJ, because you're the starter. And there's still maybe perhaps an outside chance that Watson wakes up, takes a shot, throws the football and says, coach, I feel great. You're in. They'd have to lay hands on him, anoint him with oil, <laughs> maybe a snake handler. Like, it is not happening. So what do you hear? What do you know that we don't? I, he's not playing the game. PJ is going to play. And is that, it, it, like, even, what if he wakes up Sunday and says, Coach, I feel great. Well, well again, then they've I mean, laid hands wa- on him, and they've anointed him with oil, and there's been a miracle because he's So not, what is happening? How was he medically cleared to play two I, weeks this, ago? I, I He's having a conversation all the way in here. Something doesn't something doesn't no. make sense with this. No. And I, I was texting Mikey, and I was in the locker room on Wednesday, and I texted Mike, and I'm like, he can't raise his arm. Like he so the way the Browns locker room is set up, there Deshaun stores his cleats really, really high. And he couldn't use like he was doing everything left handed. He had to, you have to climb up on your chair in order to reach up, and he put those up left handed. That's bad. And then he had to go grab his sandals, and he did that left handed. His right arm was dang. It was like watching Miles last year after the car accident, right? Where he couldn't put his shirt arm. His so, right arm was so just dangling. So how in the hell did the medical staff I don't clear know. him to play two weeks it, ago? This is what doesn't make sense. Like, mm-hmm. and and I said like maybe you know we're Zapruder filing this now, right? Like where we're right. watching every move he makes in the locker room in the three and a half minutes that he's in there with what? us. Like maybe it was just random that he was using. Well, left and arm? I said like maybe, maybe he was just maybe setting he's everybody screwing up. with us. Maybe he's just screwing with us by sure. doing that. He doesn't strike me as a guy that would do that. Like there are some that absolutely would do that. 
I don't think he's one of them. I think he, it's, it's then, bothering him that then, much. He couldn't raise his arm. I then, wonder what could, like, it, there's a, a variety of possibilities here. Either they're lying about what the injury is, and maybe it's something more serious than just a bruise. But but two weeks ago, they cleared him. I, well, I, this, I, is it, is I, it possible he's had a setback? Well, let, me ask you, let me ask you this, G, as someone who took these shots. And well, Jay, you two in baseball. Is it possible that from an injection to, like, relieve the pain... Is, is there ever a scenario not where something could happen no, not that, that could make it worse? No, it's is a that, needle. No, no. no. I, not that like I know of. It hit something, a, Does a it, nerve. I don't know. Have you yeah, ever heard of such no, a thing? No. 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 But my, my question here is bigger than this. My question is, now we're told it's a bruised rotator cuff. We, didn't, we never heard those words leading up to the Ravens game. We just heard bruised shoulder. And then the medical staff clears him. My question on all of this, Jay, is, and I know misdiagnoses, they happen. They, you know, it's, they're human too. They may have missed it. But I'm starting to think that what we're dealing with here is they just missed it. They missed it. They missed it I up think, front. Like- it could be a re-aggravation over a period of time. It could be a misdiagnosis. I don't know. But it's none of this has made sense. None of it from the start. It's, it's now, really confusing. Maybe the practice, you know, that first week before the Ravens game, he was throwing some at least on the side, and maybe that made it worse. Well, I don't know, because Thursday we heard he threw one ball and came off the field. Right, on, on the field. Right. And Friday but, he but, didn't. But we had, it had also been reported that he had been throwing on the side, not in practice, but like warming up and on the side. And who, I mean, I, we're to, all just speculating. To, we to have me, no idea. Me, but clearly something has happened. The fact that, I mean. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, Look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. He was uh, um, game time call. Then on Monday, the coach says he's cleared to play. Then on Wednesday, the GM says he's expecting to play against San Francisco. And all and of that has been wrong. And now he's ruled out e- yeah. even before and game so day. That, that's the, like, go back to Watson saying he was going to play. Yeah. Wrong. On Monday, Stefanski saying he was cleared to play. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't look like that was yeah. true either. Yeah. Wednesday, the GM, Wednesday of last week, the GM yeah. says, oh, he's playing against San Francisco. Right. It's, like it was a short thing. Like, and the players, again, after the last game, were adamant, oh, he'll play. San but that was he'll prob- be fine. Well, they were, he was they were basing he was that play, off right? the information, but, no doubt, that the team had. Right. It, but, yeah, I'm just saying, like, even after the first game, that he, after the game that he missed, the guys were like, oh, oh he'll, they were still he'll, saying he'll, he'll play he'll, in San he'll Francisco. Be back. He'll be back for San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. for and sure. And, you know, the longer he sits out, the more that either misdiagnosis or Stefanski and Barry's comments make him look bad. 100%. Because we've already had one of the toughest Browns in the last 40 years come out and say, I'm sorry, I'm playing. You're not keeping me off the field. When player, That's friendly which is unfair, fire. Which is unfair. It, it's, it is unfair. Yeah. And he's taking friendly fire now that wasn't necessary if the coach and the GM had their messaging correct. Man, you know what it is, man. They, they misdiagnosed this thing. Every, listen, when you get a lot of swelling and inflammation in any joint, right? The first thing they do is like let this swelling and inflammation go down a little bit so that we are able to kind of see and tell. So when you if you do have a bruise and you got a lot of swelling in there and you can't see anything, when that comes down a little bit, then you can start to see the microscopic tears. Maybe it's this one over here. It's a little tear here. The reality of the situation is he is nowhere near playing football. It's just simple denial at this point. Everything points to it. it here's the thing. If he was close, this is how I know he's not close. If he was close, he'd be outside throwing the football. Yeah, you would think. Even you if you know what I'm hoping on when I asked Jason the question earlier? Is it possible that because they've been wrong it, with everything they've told us, is it possible they're wrong again and he runs onto the field Sunday like Willis Reed coming out of the seem like, Knicks no. tunnel and he plays? No. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm banking on. Right. I'm hoping for. I'm not banking on it. I'm, I'm hoping – that yeah. they've been wrong. Their track record is wrong, 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 right. wrong, wrong. So I hope they're wrong here, the, and he plays. The tea leaves, well, Jason knows this, 
Coaches do not like playing their starting quarterback behind backup linemen. Right. No, that's true. If, if you got Joe Batonio out and your top pass catcher or tight end out. And, and, and key blocker on a lot of situations. And, and very key blocker helping out uh, <laughs> uh, uh, our guy over there, number 71. Uh, yeah, no, you're not going to play him anyway. Yeah. It, it does seem like yeah. So, the fact that they essentially unofficially ruled him out on Thursday, that alone tells you he's not close. Now, if yeah. you're ruled out by the middle of the week, you're not anywhere close to playing. I mean, at this point, yeah. we just got to hope for the best that he can be back. Like, I'm not. If you had, if if, do any of you feel comfortable saying he's going to play next weekend? No, no I don't. I don't. How do you no, feel comfortable in fact, until you I, see in, him? in my notes for the yeah. Today Show, I said I, I it's unlikely we'll see him until Seattle at the earliest in my in my mind I uh, hope I'm wrong uh, I told and they're gonna have to win like they're not obviously their odds of winning this game this game without them are very slim they can but like they can play you with should Indy be able to beat backup. Indianapolis I, I think you should be at least competitive with Indianapolis if not beat them yes you're gonna have to without them I did the show barbershop yesterday I said uh, you you have to plan as if Deshaun Watson's not coming back that's what you're gonna have to do for the year yeah yeah you got, you got playing as if if he comes back. That's a, that's a. Well, they're not ready for that because they traded their serviceable backup. Well, they better start. And now they're on quarterback number three. Yeah. In game number five. Well, well, they have to start thinking fast forward. They this the problem is they're thinking in the back. You got to be thinking forward. You got to think worst case scenario, best case scenario. Okay, so best case scenario is he's back by Seattle. Yeah. Worst case scenario is you think he's coming back. He has a setback. And then he's all the way back at square one. And by the way, if he's really going to be out four to six weeks, and and they had any inkling of this two weeks ago, three weeks ago at this point against Get a Tennessee, quarterback here as soon as possible. How it's egregious that they haven't brought in somebody. This will yeah. be somebody here right now. Yeah, no, right. you're right. But you're right. Because it should have happened already. But the Jets went through this. Who is there to go get? There's nobody to go get. Uh, listen, Who are you going to get? Obvi- the the best guy uh, out there is Zach, probably Carson Wentz. Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson they did draft him well, like number one. We had one. this conversation so would, two weeks it. ago, yeah. and we brought up Carson Wentz, and b- both you and I did, and we I'll were murdered him. for it. I'll take it. Well, him. no, you guys, we talk about Matt Ryan, which I don't know. I, I, the top listen, of my list was Carson Wentz. Foles, you can't he, take a guy off the street. It, he's going to need a month. Well, right. Well, that's, that's what I'm why, saying. They should have brought him in three weeks ago. Which is what we said. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's exactly what we sat here and said. And now you're like, because with each week, you're right, Jay. Nobody's going to come in here and learn this playbook. It's one thing if you're a wide receiver or a running back. You're not learning a playbook in a week. And everybody right. hates Wentz. So I don't know. But anyway, that There's ship is sailed. At, that, at this point, the ship is sailed. Who do you want? At this do you point, want P.J. Walker or do you want Carson Wentz? I mean, I, I would that, rather. I don't even have, have right. to think about that. Uh, three weeks ago, it seemed like. Watson was day to day, so it wasn't a big deal. I know, but to G's point, but, if he is out long term, yeah, sure, they, I'd rather have Wentz. But at this point, I think it's too late. I think last year we talked about we, we all said, well, listen, if Watson's out for the year, the season's over. This was before we knew he was going to be just it was going to be eleven games, right? And I would agree with that because mm-hmm. our defense was like Swiss cheese; we had holes everywhere. This year, because we have the defense that we have. And because I don't think anybody's going to sprint away from the pack in the North, it's incumbent upon this team to not gentleman's punt like they did last year. Yeah. Get a quarterback in here. Get him acclimated, even if it takes three weeks. I'd rather play weeks 7 through 17 with Carson Wentz with yeah. a couple weeks in the system than P.J. Walker. I, I agree. But in the, in the short term, I'm curious about Petonio because what when, when Jason, you said you were in the locker room after the last game. He looked fine to me. And he was fine. What happened? I don't know. I, I mean, listen. A guy and he has have, the streak. He never misses time. I, you know, a guy could I, – I, I'll go back to Deshaun. I don't know how he finished the game. If he was this hurt, how did he even finish I, the game? I, listen, I wondered the same thing. Yeah. Now, sometimes with the bruise it's you and the adrenaline – you just keep going, and yeah. then all of a sudden, when the, the game is over, day. you're like, oh, my God, and, 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 what and happened? And, and the at the day. time, I was confused. I'm like, since when do starting quarterbacks come out of the game and blowouts? They just hand the ball off, right? And yeah. I'm like, well, that looks a little weird. And now hindsight, maybe he couldn't even hand the ball so, off, right? So to go back to Betonio, yeah. maybe it's the same thing where it's the adrenaline, you're loose, you're sure. warm. You can you can fight through it, and then the next day when you wake up, you're like, oh man! You, I'm just telling you when when he left the locker room, he looked fine to me. Like I don't even think he got X-rayed or anything, or I, he, he looked fine. We've all probably fine. sprained ankles before. Uh, it was always incredible to me after the second you took your shoe off, 
especially yeah. if it was a high Number top. Number one protected. rule, don't take your you shoe off. You can literally look at it and just watch, watch it yeah. grow. Yeah. That's yep. great. Don't it's take your shoe off. Because now that the circulation right. is flowing, yeah. all that blood is accumulating in and the fluid and it blows up. So yep. maybe that was the case with Betonio. Also, though, I want to ask you guys this. If you're Kevin Stefanski and Andrew Barry, and you do know for sure, and it looks like that's where they are, that the quarterback can't go, and you've got a pro bowl lineman and a tight end that's paid a lot of money and they've got some issues. Is this a gentleman's punt with these guys? And they're just saying, look, let's not risk it. Let's get everybody healthy for Indianapolis. It's likely an L. They're not probably saying that out loud, but yeah. they, you know what time it is. If you're these guys, yeah, especially if you, you, you don't. And by the way, Batonio is one of your guys, right? So I, I already know he probably wanted to play because he has a consecutive streak. But I believe behind closed doors, the communication process happened. They said, listen, Sean's not playing. Deshaun ain't close to playing. There's no way you need to be going out here yeah. for this game. Take the extra we two are, weeks. We already know what it is. Just take – we're going to use this as an extra buy for you. You didn't have a whole month off now after you skip this week. We'll be fine. David and Joku, I don't even know how the heck he even played. Well, I don't either. And that's the one that makes you think that maybe there's something to this because yeah. nothing else happened to Njoku this week. It wasn't like he's dealing with a hamstring. No. He burnt his face. It and looks brutal, well, but he played through it last week. Compare so. what he looked like when he played last Sunday to compare to what he looks like now. He right. looks 100% improved. So it, 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 it feels like, well, if he was able to play last week, he should be able to play this week. Maybe this is the team telling him not to even more than Betonio because Betonio, we don't know. It's it's some sort of injury. Whereas Njoku, he didn't have an injury. He had a, you know, I mean, I guess it's an injury. but well, It's a burn. It wasn't it, a football-related right, injury. Right, right, right. But you can see how if you have to put your he- your helmet on over yeah. that, probably a risk of infection. Yeah. So, right, that's but it doesn't seem like, do. I'm no expert, it doesn't seem like that's something that that is going to feel worse a week later after he, he played through it. I don't, you Are know. you hearing anything, Jay? No, I, I I don't know that it is a punt because, like, I mean, they rolled with DTR last week. P.J. Nah. Walker, they feel like, gives them a better chance to win. Yeah, you, now, know what, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. The Ravens game with the playbook, yeah. P.J.'s p- started a number of NFL games before. He beat Baker for the job last year in Carolina. Like, it's not – I I I tend to think Betonio is not – bad, though. Betonio is not going to just say, okay, I'm going to take this week. No, yeah. but G's point was it wasn't Betonio's call. It well, they're not out yet, coming though. To him we, saying, I, no, you know, unlikely not, to play, though. Right. It means it looks like they're not going to. But – I mean, I couldn't tell you what PJ Walker's game is. I didn't realize that was PJ Walker. Other than the fact that he threw, he's thrown. I didn't know he played for the Bears. He turned it over fifteen times. Zach pointed out to me this week: the Bears had guaranteed, owed him guaranteed money this year, and they still cut him. Like that tells you, that tells you what we're dealing for a rookie. At their the Bears backup is a rookie who was not even highly drafted. I think he was like a fifth, sixth round pick. He's, He's. not good. Obviously. No, he's, he's bad. He's he's not really um, a quarterback. I mean, he's not. Uh, a yeah, this is. Uh, yeah, I think they need to really. Um, they need to really take a look at some of these quarterbacks because the team is too good to kind of punt on. And you've already punted last year, and, yeah. and this is a make or break year. Well, with so. this defense, you can't. Yeah, punt. you can't. Well, you can't no punt down. That's this why season. I don't think anyone's punting this game. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I, the the coaching staff, the front office, everybody knows what's at stake this year. I, I don't think you can punt on anything. Nobody's I wouldn't have picked anything. him out of a lineup. Now, listen. I did not have him looking like that, and I don't know why. <laughs> now, I mean, to me, he looks like an intramural referee. <laughs> you know I just, what? Dang, bro. For real? <laughs> That's crazy. Because I nailed it, didn't I? <laughs> That's crazy, because it's not even JV, it's intramural. So it's like, it's like it completely doesn't count. It's just a why. There's no win-loss record. You can't <laughs> yeah. go look the stats up from that. Six That's o'clock on Wednesday. Ref, they don't keep Mike playing in. They're just doing it for he the – could be an umpire in my baseball <laughs> doing league. It for the, maybe that's why I went there. Doing it for the, yeah. the workout. I wish him the best, and, and I hope he shocks the world, but that's what it would be. Yeah. You have a read, Mikey. Yeah, what's up, guys? Uh, if you are in the chat watching the show right now, we would really appreciate it. If you hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. We are just shy of 30,000 subscriptions on the YouTube wow. channel. If we get to 30K, it does some uh, some big things on the back end for us. So if you haven't hit that subscribe button already, it is free. It. it costs you $0, 0 cents. It helps us out a lot. So if you support UCSS, if you like what we do, help us help you guys out by hitting that like and subscribe button. We got five minutes before Tim Couch here. So we're going to do a little change of – we'll call, call audible. 
We're going to squeeze this topic in real quick. And G. Bush, I made this topic specifically for uh, you. Let's go. This is the G. Bush specialty. I'm going to give you a player on the Browns, and you tell me what their stats would be like mm-hmm. if Kyle Shanahan was okay. calling plays for the Browns. Same offensive talent. Mm-hmm. Exact same situation, four games in Cleveland. The only difference is now Kyle Shanahan is calling the plays. So through four games this year, Steve, I need the, the season stats. Give me 39 here, not 38. Elijah Moore has, in four games, 17 receptions, 148 yards, and no touchdowns. What does Elijah Moore's stats look like if Kyle Shanahan was calling plays for Elijah Moore? Man, I think he at least has maybe 24 receptions. 205 receiving yards, but he does have two touchdowns because he's creative in the red zone. All right, that, that's reasonable. That is I, reasonable. I was not expecting reasonable. You there. know, I have a question for you, Mike. What are his rushing stats? <laughs> he has on the seat. He's got to be minus yardage. No, he had a couple positive runs. <laughs> well, it's didn't not, he have a minus 31-yard run? He has three yards on seven carries. <laughs> three yeah, yards Jason, on Jason's seven right. Carries. He has three yards on seven <laughs> carries. And, and his long yeah. run is 19 yards. And the, and the problem is the problem is the stuff they want to do with him. They have the ultimate upgrade in Debo Samuel, Elijah Moore on end rounds, Debo Samuel. Yeah, Debo Samuel is the uh, he's the boutique store version. Yeah. Of Elijah, I mean, three rushes, uh, three yards on seven. Three yards on seven carries. That whenever you can measure your average in inches, <laughs> it's a horrible thing. Man. But that's Elijah. That, that's where we are. Elijah Moore is one of them dudes you, that you pick up a toy for your kid real quick at Big Lots. You don't know why the hell you're in Big Lots. You just pick it up and be like, yeah. But it, it don't come with a remote or batteries. It's got a missing ear. All right, G, next up, let's put, uh, let's put DPJ. No one wants a Charlie in the box. It's the island of misfit toys. Let's put DPJ through the Kyle Shanahan converter. Uh, Through four games with the Browns, DPJ has... Six catches, 75 yards, no touchdowns. What would DPJ stats look like in a Kyle Shanahan offense? Um, I think he may have 14 receptions for maybe 150. Um, he'll have one touchdown in the red zone. Um, the problem with him is they also have another uh, upgrade from him and Brandon Ayuk. So he's the same cat, but much more faster and talented. So... Yeah, I don't see much of a difference uh, here with, with, with DPJ, um, but I, I do think he would have better better stats. Well, twice the production. Yeah. You said he'd have twice the catches and twice well, Twice the of nothing is still uh, nothing. That's still <laughs> very minimal. <laughs> very minimal. We right? learned early that two times zero is still, still zero. zero. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. See, look, I'm, I'm being reasonable. The yeah. Kool-Aid is just... Gee, I made this for you to get drunk on Kool-Aid, not for you to be low slipping and uh, slow <laughs> oh, sipping. And, well, I think what he's saying is L- it, the, dry it's snitching. not all Stefanski. It's also that these guys are who, who they Fair. told us they're they are. Maybe they when are someone just... tells you who they are, listen to them. That's right. I don't, I, don't, I don't see it. We got two more before we get to the next one. Speaking of Jag, Steve Smith on NFL oh, Network. Oh, my God. If you didn't know what a Jag was before Steve Smith yesterday, you sure oh, that you was know what do the now. single best commentator to player diss I've ever seen. Hey, I, all of a sudden, the last two weeks, you had D- Dante Whitner kill. Um, yes, that's right. I somebody. Forgot, this Rod, Rod, better. Rodney but Harrison. Steve's always been feisty. Yeah. Yeah, always has been. has been feisty. But, but this was over the top. What did he yeah. say? I don't even know. So he said that uh, before the game. Jerry Judy. Yeah, Judy. Oh, had, yeah. He had been critical of Judy, and he called him a jag on his podcast. Yeah. And Judy saw him and came up to him, and <laughs> he said, he didn't say ninja. He used the other word, and he said, I, I, I don't want anything I, I, to do Steve, with you. Steve I don't, I don't apologize. I don't Steve, mess with you. Steve tried apologizing to yeah, him. Yeah. And Judy yes. said, get out well, of Well, he face. said, Judy, come here. And he said, I was going to apologize for calling him a jag. Yeah. And when he came over, he said, ninja, I don't mess with you. Yeah. And then he repeated it. And so then Steve said, oh, okay, that's fine. I was going to apologize for calling you just a guy who's been a classic underperformer your whole career. But now, forget it. I'm not going to apologize for that. Yeah. I'm going to basically say that if you want to be traded, I would. and any general managers call me and ask me if they should trade for you, I'm going to tell them, don't do it, because he's a classic overachiever, and he's never going to be anything. Mm. That's a paraphrase. So he was crushed. Wow. So his apology was not going to be legit I did anyway. not. I did not like what Steve did. It was harsh and over like the it. top. I, no, I've, I've had. I liked it as a sports fan. 
Sure, but well, as sure. a member of the media, I didn't no, love it. You're, on a diff- you're, in a, you're in a different role now, man. Yeah. I've had players cuss me out plenty of times over yeah. things that I've hey, Earl, hey, you Earl. don't take that back to the public. Like, it's, you know it's, what? It's That's only a couple is. things that yeah, you get like mad it. about <laughs> when somebody says when 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 it, when the. Ah, karate Ninja came out. That would that might have been fighting words in the street. If Man, there was no, the, yeah, because it wasn't used as a term of endearment. Listen, yeah. the the Ninja that was fighting words. If he would have called him a FN, those was fighting words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like it's LeBron certain things says, that you just LeBron don't do. And Draymond, who are great friends now, he said he called me. He called me a B, and I I couldn't. He called him a B A N. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah he did. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah. which, by the way, is probably worse than the FN. Yeah, we're gonna move on. This is yeah, let's keep going. We're trying to Yeah, by the way, listen, we got TV today. We can't say nothing. Now, for Steve, <laughs> for Steve though, I will say this. Uh, I think he grew up in Compton, didn't he? Somewhere Steve where they Smith, fight for a little. Yeah. Hard, hard, hard guy, and he never hesitated to drop. You know, not drop gloves, but to throw hands with a linebacker. No, he they, didn't care. Are they gonna tell him behind the scenes? I don't know. I ain't met him to that level yet. Behind the scenes, are they gonna pull him aside and say, "Hey, Steve"? It's the second time I've seen him do something like that. In fact, when he finished, he like he kind of dropped the mic and said, "That's it, back to the studio." Yeah. Like, so I don't know. I think the NFL Network's a little different in that they're state-run media, mm-hmm. and they may actually say something like, "Bro, you can't, you can't go at guys you like that." Just, yeah. You know, yeah. It's, that, Gee, we got yeah. two more of these real quick before we bring in Tim Capps. What about it. David and Joku? He has 16 catches, 138 yards, averaging 8.6 yards per reception this season. What does his stats look like? No touchdowns, by the way, but what does um, his stats look like if Kyle Shanahan was calling plays for the Browns? Uh, 36 receptions. Whoa, oh my whoa, God. Whoa, there we go. God. Yes, sir, G. So George, Cook, Kittle, G. George, George Kittle probably Cook, doesn't G. even have 36. 36. That is kind of just came That is kind of high. How many is that? 36 <laughs> divided by four? That's eight. That's, that's nine game. catches a that's game. A, not, yeah, and that's, that's, and that's like probably 12 targets. That was a little high. Uh, let's go with uh, 27. I'll go I with 27. It. Um, but I do think that he'll he'll have about 250 yards. But here's wow. where 250. Here's why I think he has a, a, a big splash. I think he has four touchdowns in the red zone. No. Four already. Yeah, I because think they I average think, 30. I, I think you're out of pocket right now. They average 30 points. They average 30 points. <laughs> they, George Kittle just had three last. Yeah, week. but he's got better talent there. Three last week. I'm just. He said if he was on the, on the yeah, squad. Yeah, but George Kittle hadn't. He hadn't done anything the first three weeks of the, the first four weeks of the season. No, the last they week. moving now and. And he said if he was here with the same guys here, first of all, again, week one against Cincinnati, the weather was terrible. Like, I don't know that even with – the to me, the only game you could argue that would have been a lot better with Shanahan in theory to me is the Pittsburgh game because they played great against Tennessee. The Cincinnati game was wacky with the weather. And last week he had, had to start DTR. I, I, Kyle Shanahan's a good coach. Let's not get crazy. He's never won a Super Bowl, okay? And to your Let, point, let's not get nuts. And, and you also make a great point in that they all serve as relief valves for one another. When you right. have one great play, player in the offense, which right now Amari Cooper is the guy. Yeah. So what do you think San Francisco's doing right now? I mean, David Njoku's blocking a lot. I saw him open on a lot of release valve routes. And he had, by the way, he had the best game of his career, not career, but the best game of the season, with DTR. He had six catches. That's true. He did. But McCaffrey draws so much attention from opposing defenses that Samuel and Ayuk and Kittle are all beneficiaries of that. That's right. And our guy that would do that, not even to the extent of McCaffrey, is out for the season. Right. And, so, and their quarterback's getting rid of the ball quickly. Yes. You know? yep. And ours is not. Gee, yeah. last one before we bring in Tim Couch. How about Jerome Ford? He has 50 carries, 186 yards, three total touchdowns on the season. What do those numbers look like if Kyle Shanahan is dialing up plays for Jerome Ford? This, this, the three touchdowns is actually kind of high for him right now. Um, his carries would be maybe 60. I'll give him 200 yards. Um, he's not going to be doing too much. I mean, if they still have Christian McCaffrey, they always sprinkle him in a little bit more. Uh, so That's I think, even worse average if he has 60 carries and 200 yeah, yards. Yeah, yeah, that's even worse than about 60 here. carries, 200 yards, and I'll give him about maybe four touchdowns. He ain't going to be doing too See, much. See, the question is, is McCaffrey in that offense too? No, it's he's calling plays for the Browns. Yeah. Yeah, so, well, if, if that's the case, he becomes our Christian McCaffrey. Yes. Except he's not. Except he's not. He's not <laughs> so really, I think my takeaway from that is right. they've got. I'm the Matthew McConaughey, but I'm not Matthew McConaughey. 
<laughs> no, so what they have is all of the A-list guys, and our guys are kind of like borderline D-list, C-list guys yeah. that are trying to play the roles right. of the A-list guys. You know, there is nothing B, C, or D-list about our next guest, though, and that is the one and only Tim Couch. Yeah. we got to bring Tim in here. As always, Tim is sponsored by the Two Minute Warning Show. Two Minute Warning. Sunday, me, G, Earl, mm. post-game show, Browns, two-minute warning. Can't emphasize that enough. Two-minute warning. That's where Tim Couch throve in the NFL. We'll see you then. With that, let's bring in Tim. What's up, Tim? Hey, what's up, guys? How we doing How today? Doing, brother? We're good. We're good. Good. Um, we're asking whether or not this is sort of a punt game because Deshaun Watson now mysteriously, after being cleared to play two weeks ago, won't play if these reports are right on Sunday. And now also Mary Kay Cabot reporting that it looks like Betonio and Njoku are also unlikely to play. Do you think if Watson was playing that Betonio and Njoku, who finished the last game, would be on the field as well? Or is this just a punt? Yeah, you know, I I don't know. It's hard to say. You know, I think those guys would be out there if they could. You know, I think they're obviously working through things. But, um, you know, it does make a huge difference with Deshaun not being out there going to play a team like San Francisco, who might be the best team in the league right now. And and we're obviously, you know, down down several of our guys. So it's uh, it's just one of those games. You know, you you, you hope everybody's healthy coming off a bye week, but that's just not necessarily uh, the case in this situation. So hopefully those guys can get uh, can get healthy and get back out of the field as soon as possible. Tip. Go, go ahead, Jay. Tim, make it make sense. What's going on with Deshaun? Like, you've played this position. I don't understand how we go from guys in the locker room, even after the game the other day, telling me, oh, he'll play against San Francisco. He's good. Kevin and Andrew saying he's going to play against San Francisco. And then I see him in the locker room Wednesday, and he can't even put his shoes away with his right arm. He has to use his left arm. He doesn't look like he's anywhere near playing. Make it make sense for us. Well, you know, I think it's just one of those things that got a little worse over time. I think it was, initially it was probably one of those injuries where, you know, he thought, you know, I'll be back in a week. Um, you know, I can work through this. I feel myself getting better. And then you have a setback. And, uh, you know, I kind of had that when I was playing. I had some uh, – I had tendonitis in my elbow really bad. And I'm not sure exactly what Deshaun has. But, you know, I knew with the, with the tendonitis it was one of those things where – you just have to take time off and not use it at all. And anytime I would go out and try to throw, uh, you know, uh, you know, a couple days in a row, my arm would flare up again. And you know, even though I thought I felt like I was getting better, I'd have an immediate setback with the uh, with, with the tendonitis. So it's one of those things that you just got to take time off. And um, you know, I missed uh, the year we went to the playoffs. Actually, I missed the first two games of the season. You remember Kelly Holcomb started yep. against uh, it was Kansas City when Dwayne Rudd threw the helmet uh, oh, on the last play of the game. Uh, yeah, I had to set out that game with tendonitis. Um, so I missed the first two games, but I'm glad I set out those two games because you know I, I think if I would have pushed it and tried to play those two games it would have been something I had to deal with the whole season but I set out those two games I felt great when I came back and you know then we had the playoff run uh, you know that year and I played the rest of the season so um, you know it's, it's just one of those things you know you have setbacks like that you know I'm not sure like I said what's going on with Deshaun exactly but uh, you know those those type of things do happen. He's got a bruised rotator cuff that's what we've been told. I was just looking at the right. stats Tim and I, you know, uh, just double check this. And according to the official records, you were sacked 5,362 times uh, in your Browns career. So you probably would know about sore shoulders. Uh, I'm assuming right. you had a sore shoulder a time or two. How hard is it to, yeah. like, without knowing exactly how bad the bruise is, how hard is it to play, period, with a bruised shoulder? Uh, it's extremely hard. You know, I, I've had two shoulder surgeries myself. Uh, you know, I had my first surgery when I left Cleveland. I went to Green Bay. Uh, I had my first surgery there. So I've had a torn rotator cuff, a torn labrum. Uh, I've had uh, a torn bicep. So they, I've had my shoulder operated on twice. So, you know, I know when I was in Green Bay um, and I started having the shoulder issues, I couldn't throw at all. Um, you know, I went out and played a, a preseason game, and I'm like one-hopping curl routes and out routes, you know, just routine throws that I normally could make. Uh, you know, since I was in high school, uh, I couldn't get the ball there anymore. I just didn't have the pop and the zip on the ball. And, um, you know, and I had actually had uh, like numbness and tingles, uh, tingle, uh, tingling going down in my hand and I couldn't grip the ball. Uh, so it's uh, it's a lot to deal with. I don't know how bad Deshaun's is. I know mine was pretty severe, uh, but but it, it certainly is a uh, it's a huge deal for a quarterback. Obviously, when anytime you have pain in your elbow or shoulder or wrist or hand or whatever it is, you just uh, you just kind of lose the velocity and the, and the touch and the accuracy on the ball. You know, Tim, you know, I said it earlier. I, I think they got to they have to prepare as if Deshaun Watson is not coming back at, at this season. I'm just be, be clear. Like, you know, I've had neck pain and I've, I've had three or two or three neck surgeries. 
and I know exactly what you're talking about. You know, when you yeah. can't fire or your muscles don't fire because your nerves aren't hitting the right way, there's nothing you do about it, you know? So for me, right. I look at it and I feel like they got to go get get another quarterback in here, another veteran, figure something out because... Can you throw now, Tim? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not at all. No, 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 <laughs> not at all. Like, Yo, that was a wrap. Hey, hey. I can play golf, which is, you know, kind of underhand, so you know, I can do that, which is all I care about. But if you get me up here and try to extend my arm, oh, I got no that, chance for it. That <laughs> stick him behind Jed Wills right now. Come on now. I might stick him in place of Jed Wills. <laughs> I, saw that, I, saw that, I, I saw that gun show, son. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, but, Tim, but, Tim, do you think, do you think they – because I, I don't think he's close to playing. Do, do you think you got to, you know – Look and say because PJ Walker, he might got get not get it done. We need some options in here. I think that's a great idea because you know, like you said, you just never know with these injuries. How if he does come back? Let's say he comes back, you know, next week or whatever. He's still one hit away from being back on the sideline. You know, uh, you know, you're dealing with a bruised rotator cuff. It doesn't take much. Uh, you know, or, or a, a throw at an awkward angle. It could be anything uh, to kind of, you know, flare that injury back up again. So I think bringing in a veteran guy, a proven guy who can go out and who's shown he can win games in this league would, would certainly not be a bad option at this point. He hasn't practiced in two weeks. Like, we just make it sound like, well, if his shoulder's right, just go out there and play. This offense right. does not look good outside of one game, and he hasn't – like, he needs to practice, does he not? Like, how hard is it if he's a quarterback – you're just going to roll out there and play without even practicing. Yeah, I mean, he, he has to be on the practice field. You know, you can't just roll out there and play after a couple of weeks layoff. I mean, you know, you're obviously taking the mental reps in practice and you're watching and you're standing behind the huddle and you're you're going through the motions and that kind of thing. But, you know, it's just the game speed and, you know, the preparation that you miss when you, you know, when you're at practice, when you're missing, you know, the blitz drills in practice, you're missing the red zone period, you're missing all those crucial moments that, uh, you know, are going to decide if you win or lose a football game, uh, you know, and, you know, so the, you have to be out there, you have to be practicing. It's just so difficult to, to sit out for a couple of weeks and just roll back out there and play at, at this level. And, uh, you know, hopefully he can get back to where we saw him, uh, you know, the game uh, where he got injured, he, he played lights out. And it's the best game he had as, as a Cleveland Brown. So hopefully, you know, once he gets healthy and gets himself back into the swing of practice, he can come in and, and pick up where he left off to, uh, after that game. Tim, the, the defense obviously played great the first three games, not as well against Baltimore. They really had, right. you know, the offense was terrible. You, I, I mean, you're going into this game, you're playing the Niners, who at this point are probably the best team in football. They're great on both sides of the ball and on special teams. I've, you know, your only hope of winning this game is if the defense just plays an incredible game and probably forces turnovers. If you're a defensive player on the Browns, and you know that you got P.J. Walker. You might not have your left guard. You might not have your, like, what are you thinking here? Is there, is there a tendency for maybe guys to do too much and make mistakes? Well, I think, I think it's a huge game for the defense for, you know, all the reasons that you mentioned. But I think what San Francisco does really well is they present, present so many problems for your defense pre-snap. You know, this is a team that's going to shift. They're going to motion almost every play. They probably lead the league in shifts and motions. And, and what they're trying to do is create matchups that they like for their guys. You know, they're trying to get Christian McCaffrey or, or Debo or somebody on a linebacker. So you just have to have that communication uh, on your defense. you got to find out first where these guys are lining up and then the shift and the motion, where are they going, and make sure you have, you know, a safety or a DB covering these guys because, you know, if they, if they get you one-on-one -on -one with a linebacker, they're going to tear you apart. You know, you get you out in space, and McCaffrey's going to run those option routes, Debo's going to come out of the backfield, uh, whether it be on a handoff or a pass route, and then you get George Kittle involved as well. So it's, uh, it's, a, uh, it's a tough challenge for any defense in this league. Uh, you know, it's going to be an extremely tough challenge for the Browns because they're probably not going to be able to do much offensively, much like uh, the game against the Ravens where, you know, the defense was on the field the whole game. So, they, they, like you said, they're, they're going to have to create some turnovers. They're going to have to give that offense a short field. Uh, they're going to have to give them as many opportunities as possible. But, but um, it's, it's going to be a very, very tough matchup against San Francisco. They're playing lights out right now. Their quarterback's playing great. Uh, the play callers is doing an unbelievable job. Shanahan does an unbelievable job at, at dialing up the plays and creating and designing things to get his guys in space and, and to be able to make the plays they're capable of making. You're probably the perfect one to ask this because you played on such horrendous teams at times. You ever go into a game thinking, we can't win? No, you know, I was probably a little delusional. <laughs> but, um, but everybody you know, I, is. I, 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 you have right. to be. Yeah. 
You have to be. You know, I think as an athlete, you know, you, it's hard to convince yourself to go out and put in the work necessary uh, to sit in those meetings and watch all the film. You have to have to watch and get your body ready, go into the training room at, every morning and get, getting healthy. You can't convince yourself to do that if you think there's no way I'm going to go out and win this game. You know, so so it's almost maybe a little bit of false confidence. You know, I think, you know, in the back of your mind when you're playing a team like this and you're down some guys that, I mean, we got to go play a great game. I mean, we got to have some things go our way. Maybe we catch them on a day where they're not playing their best. But as an athlete, you always feel that's going to happen. Um, you know, so you, so I think it's, uh, you know, you have to have that mindset to do the, like I said, the, the preparation and uh, everything that it takes to get ready to play one of these games. Tim, last thing, man. Uh, I know they had a nice win two weeks ago over Florida, but wow. Kentucky got boat race past week. My gosh. Man, we did. Yeah. You know, we, we got off to such a bad start. And, you know, on the road at Georgia – and Georgia was playing lights out that day. We, we moved yeah, the football pretty well. We just had a bunch of penalties uh, that, that, that killed a few drives. And, you know, once we got we got behind and they, they started, their quarterback got hot and they, they took off on us. But we, we've got a big one this week. We've got Missouri coming in town tomorrow. Uh, it's, it's a big game for us. We can win this when we go into the bye week six and one. And we got Tennessee coming back uh, after the bye. So uh, this is a huge one for us. We've got to get this one and uh, bounce back from that uh, embarrassing loss last week. Yeah. Hey, if it's any consolation, Tim, Georgia has gone out and bought the best players the game can buy. So, I mean, <laughs> that's right. That's what you're yeah. Hey, at. Coach Stoops said it correctly. Yeah, he did. Stoops you know, Coach Stoops right. mentioned that. He did. He said, you know, it's hard to compete with these guys when they have, you know, these collectives and these funds where they can go out and just buy all these five-star kids. And, you know, and, you know, that's just the way the game is. It's not a knock on Georgia. That's just the way college football is these days. And they're, they're rolling, man. They, they're hitting on all cylinders. Great coaching staff, great players. Uh, two-time defending national champs. and looks like they're heading for a third one. So I it's a great football more. team. And yeah. yeah. Thanks, Tim. Couldn't agree more. Tim, thanks. We'll see you next week. All right, guys. Thanks. Great see you next week. Too. All right, See Mike, you, you got to read, right? Then we got. Then we're going to do the top ten player draft yep. from the 49ers and the Browns. This is <clears> it is going to be fun. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, once again, just a quick reminder to the good people: we are halfway through the YouTube portion of today's show. In 45 minutes from this exact minute, we're heading over to the big screen, WKYC Channel Three for 30 minutes of brand new, never seen before. Browns 49ers preview content. Make sure you guys tune in. It's a lot of fun. A super. It's UCSS. On drugs, essentially, because it's UCSS Super Speed. <laughs> on drugs, like two point five speed version. Is it but like in a life-saving antibiotic drugs? It could be. They're not on okay. the list today. But okay. if you did need life-saving antibiotics, I'm not going to tell you where to go because you already know where to go. JaceMedical.com. Use promo code Lockdown15. Micro machines. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that is that. And right. by the and by the way, full of free mention. Them boys. I, listen, I got I got mm-hmm. I, I, I got a remedy. I'm, hey, Kevin Safesi, if you're listening, bro. You might want to get back on that phone, call up Washington, and get you Jacoby back. You better go ahead and just Why call would they him. trade Jacoby? See, if, if Washington's smart, they know that, look, if, if something happens to Howell, we have a vice president for a reason. And right. it's the same thing in the NFL. You have a, court, a backup quarterback because you're one play away from needing it. Not to mention their starting quarterback's been sacked a thousand times. That's but, right, but yeah. yeah. Real quick before yeah. we go, it is officially official. The Browns have ruled out Deshaun Watson okay. and PJ Walker will be the starter. That's according to Mary Kay Cabot. Right, officially official. We yeah. gave up our backup quarterback for peanuts on penny, pennies on a dollar. I but think, we're the Browns. But yeah. we're you, the Browns. you guys are living in denial because we said all summer, if Deshaun goes down, there's nothing you can do. Not with the this season. Defense. I disagree, I disagree with that. But, 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 no, Jason, but no, Jason, you know what's up for stake. He has to at least swim and, yeah. and try to find chores. Your head coach and your general manager's job are right. in the balance. And they can't like, punt with, with the this reality, defense. The reality it's not last year. The reality is that if if Watson missed the whole season, no matter who they brought in, they're not making it. It doesn't matter. Or most likely, I'll not tell you this: yeah. the chances you of making it improve you if be- you have a serviceable backup. You with be- who we have, but, but okay. the season's so over. So let me ask you this: if season's J- over. If Jacoby Brissett with a Browns quarterback the rest of the I'd year, I feel okay. Percentage chance they make the playoffs? Bull, he played great last they year with a horrible defense. He played he great. A horrible well, defense. Let's not get carried away. He didn't play great. Okay, for Jacoby Brissett, he played better than we all thought he would. I thought I think they could make the playoffs. I and I'm with you. No. Percentage chance they make the playoffs with Jacoby. It's low. 55%. No. <laughs> no. 55%. Look at the defense that we have. 18-3. Last year, he was 4-7. and seven. Yeah. Now, I'm, I know ifs and buts. I, I get that. But the Jets game, come on. That's not even an if and but. Right, right, yeah, but right. the Carolina now, wait, game now, wait. is not another way because Carolina is the same thing the other way. Okay, so hold on. Yeah. 
if you're six, because he was four and seven, if you win that game, he's five and six. Yep. But not with the Swiss cheese defense, right. with the elite defense, right. which keeps them in or wins them a hell of a lot more games last hey, year. I, I, I think with Jacoby Brissett as quarterback, they have a 10% chance to make the playoffs. They're higher than that. It's, but well, lower nobody's than that. running away with this division. I mean, come on. Pick, is, he that, is, he, is he worse than Pickett? Yes. Probably, yes. yes. It's very minimal. No, it's not. I, I, think, they're, I think they're I, kind of the same They're the same dude to I me. I think they're the same I have seen uh, Guys, Jacoby Brissett has been a backup everywhere. Where he was balling, though. Everywhere he's went. I, he's been, he hasn't been good he enough He almost to be made the Pro Bowl last saying year. Saying he's balling <laughs> is like saying Josh Dobbs is balling <laughs> If we Arizona. list the reasons the Browns were... Seven and... What were they? Four, Six four. and 11, seven and 10? Yeah, what he, were they last year? Seven, seven and 10. If we're listing the reasons they were seven and ten, let's list them. Number one is defense. defense. Number two is Joe Woods. <laughs> <laughs> Number special three team. is defense. Special teams. Special teams. Like I don't think Jacoby teams is. Teams just don't go to the playoffs with 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 guys. They with, have with no not but, these days. In the, in, uh, with go, quarterbacks that are not top twenty five quarterbacks. But I've said it before. Go back and look at those games last year. And I'm being late generous. In games, with late in games when they needed something from the yeah, offense. He gagged every he threw time. An interception. Hey. Atlanta. Hey, we do have a practice update by Jets. the way. David practice and Doku is back at practice. Oh so wow. Doku is practicing. Joel Batonio not on the field. I wonder if that's Zach a Jackson. test run to see how he can tolerate the pain with the helmet. Yeah. Zach also said Njoku caught PJ Walker's first pass. Yeah, I don't think I don't think this is a punt game, guys. I really okay. don't. Nah, I don't think so if you don't, don't think, think it's a punt, punt game, why would you not go out and give Jacoby Brissett and not make it a punt season? Well, because I don't think Washington's going to give him up. I mean, look at the money he's going to cost you. What did he say? They're not going to give. They're not going to trade him. No. The bottom line is they can go sign Carson Wentz, whatever, and they probably should if Watson was going to miss the whole season. It, it, I still don't think they're making the playoffs it, if, without. They're not Kevin, making the playoffs without the Kevin, Sean Watson. Don't go down. And by the way, we don't know how good, just how good the defense is. And yet. What, we what, I don't know what, what poet said this. Do not go easy into the night, Kevin. <laughs> we don't, don't know do how it. good the defense is, guys. Let's do this we don't draft. know yet. Let's do this draft because I, I, yeah, I think ahead. it's going to be fascinating. Yeah. Go Top ahead. ten players in this game for Sunday. Obviously, How many Deshaun do we have Watson's to take not on the list. We're going to throw. If, if you want to pick Najoku, he's playing. You know, let's. Is this like a, is this like the MLB All Star game where you have to have a representative? Do we have to have Browns? <laughs> Listen, I've only got two or three. <laughs> Miles Garrett is, doesn't make the list. All right, fair. No, Miles yeah, is fair. on the list. Miles on the list. I, I'll just start with my number one pick is Nick Bosa. Someone tell me I'm wrong. I'd go with Christian McCaffrey. What you mean for like players? Yeah, best player in this game. Who is it? Miles Garrett. Wow. I have what? someone different than Okay, so wait. Right, wait, I, wait. I knew this was going to happen. He's going to break the tie. We no, don't need I, to go to you. No, because he could go with the other person who I, I'm thinking. I mean, if he goes with go the ahead, fourth Mikey. person. Go ahead. Well, wait. No, he's a tiebreaker. Oh, oh, I, oh, I lied. I, sorry. I'm, listen, for this game, I would go with, uh, sorry, Brock Purdy. He's the quarterback. That's not who I was going well, with. No, this, this no we're position. not factoring that in. It's the... The, port- talk about the, the importance player. of the position. You're going by the best. You're picking the best oh, well, player. Oh, well, Miles Garrett. Okay, okay, so who are you going with? If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I don't know. This is so hard. I know, guys. I struggled forever because I was. If for I'm me, leaning, it was either Miles. I'm leaning or Bosa Nick. or Trent Williams. Actually, I'm okay, leaning but Bosa so, or Trent Williams. Well, you make the pick, and if and, and, and it tells you the talent in this. That's game. exactly it. If we have yes. four and maybe five I'm different say, names. I'm going to say Trent Williams. I'm going to say okay. Trent Williams is the first pick because that would have been that, your that's pick. That's who I was going. Okay, with. Yeah, I'm going to say Trent Williams. Well, then Trent Williams in the one slot. I disagree with that. I had him down at number four. He's the number one left tackle in football. Right he now. is. There's no question and, about that. And with so Christian what, McCaffrey's and the number with, one running back in but, football. But right with now. what he's got on the other side of him on Sunday and what he has to deal with makes him even more important. Well, you can Trent say the Williams same thing to Miles Garrett. 
Well, sure, but I'm going the other way of protecting the quarterback. Okay. So, so I'm going to say real Trent. quick on Trent Williams. There's some really smart football people out there who say Trent Williams, because of position, he doesn't get talked about in the same no, vein I know he as doesn't. like Aaron Donald and Mahomes. Especially on that team. That much better than everybody else at that respective position. And when you go, he has 100% pass blocking efficiency. I know he does. Like and, the numbers are just stupid. And here's the thing. We talk about all of these stars that they have on offense. Well, maybe this is proof that the epicenter of that of an offense is that position. And Mike, what running back is close to Christian McCaffrey right now? No, no, no I'm not, not saying now. there's a running back yeah. close. I'm just saying I think Trent Williams deserves to be in the conversation with the Aaron Donald. Of course he does. As you can make this top, argument. Top, 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 you can top, make this argument. Tier. Trent Williams makes all of the offensive players better. I think McCaffrey does too, but he 100%. doesn't make Trent Williams better. And I do think Trent Williams makes McCaffrey better. Remember when the Browns get ahead Trent Williams? Remember when? I do remember that. Remember that? Once upon a time. That was awesome. All right, well, we've number, got Jed Wills. Let's not. Number you know, two. Number two. Number two. Who are you guys going Christian with? Christian McCaffrey. So, yeah, because your guy's still on the board, so yeah. you're going to still take him. Uh, <laughs> I would say McCaffrey. Say I'm going McCaffrey. with Nick Bosa, the defensive player of the year. Gene? So it, it, McCaffrey, no, he, it's McCaffrey. Oh, McCaffrey's in it, too. McCaffrey's right. number McCaffrey's two. McCaffrey's number two. Votes. And now I'd say Miles at three. Okay. And, and you're still going Miles. I'm going Miles. Okay, I'm still going Nick. So, so Miles is three. three. I mean, guys, are, are we being homers here in saying that Miles is better than Nick? No, I don't think so. No. I think we are. I mean, Nick no. was the defensive player of the year last year. I, I mean, Miles Garrett has nobody on his defense last year. I get that. <laughs> you got to factor. But he just, does this year. Just like our arguments with Brock Purdy, you got to factor in who they're playing against. Miles Garrett is not. Oh, Miles Garrett is three, and then both of both. Yeah, I think we're all agreeing. Now, now let's be clear. Now, I, I, I got to throw Max Crosby is a bad boy now. Well, Max we'll Crosby's just... creeping up there, but I, I would put him. You, we, Michael Parsons, uh, Bosa, uh, Miles Crosby, probably before Miles Garrett. I, Max, excuse me, Max Crosby. Ultimately, what decided? For, what, is, what is the? Um, not that they're the Bible, but on the um, who did the top one hundred? NFL Network. Yeah, or is it NFL? Okay, where I think are Bosa those was play- four. Was he that high? Where yeah, was and Miles was like 19 or 20 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think that's low. That's egregious. But yeah. I, I mean, I'm surprised that we have. I yeah, think, I think, 20, it's, I think it's a homer pick putting Miles over Nick. Miles was also behind George Kittle on that list. Which shows yeah, that's how great. That's, that's, that's right. that Okay, who's number five now? Because we've got. I think there's an obvious five. I'm not I do too. You, I think there's an obvious five. And his name hasn't been mentioned yet. And he plays defense. I, I'm going with Fred Warner. That yeah. was my it's such a tough call. There's so yeah. many guys on the Niners that are so close they to really each other. They really are. But uh, to me, Fred Warner is amongst the best. He's probably the best linebacker in football. He absolutely dominated that game. I'll, I'll, I'll agree with Jay. I'll, I'll go dominated. with Fred Warner okay. also at five. I had him as number five. What do you guys at, have? Doesn't matter. Yeah, I, had, I, I, I had Warner I had him. at five. On that what same is, list you just referenced, Jay, Warner was 15th overall. Yeah, I mean, he's just a superstar. Now, we may be... I mean, we're coming off the Cowboys game where he just absolutely annihilated. I know, the but I, the I question like is right now. Yeah, and the I, question yeah. is not all time. No, of course not. The question's not. right now. And I like him right now. I think he's playing great this year. I've seen him a number of times this season. He's flashed off the screen every time I've watched him. Number six. six. I'm going with, even though I'm sure I'll be in the minority here, it's right now. I'm going Brandon Ayuk. Yeah. He's right. been better he's than I'm going than Brock Debo. Purdy. I think I would say Purdy. I mean, he's the number one ranked quarterback. Purdy. It's the biggest position yeah. in football. You can't win without him. Purdy at six, then. Purdy six. Lock it in. Sold out, G. I did have Kittle at seven. Ayuk has been way better than Kittle this year. Yeah, Kittle only had the one game. He really hadn't done a whole lot. No, but he looked great game. in his last game. Yeah, he did. And that's what I'm going on. I'm like, I, I think that this is going to be the Kittle we see going forward I, this year. Man, I got Debo, Samuel. Debo, Ayuk, Kittle. I say Ayuk. Okay, so it's Ayuk is six. I no seven. Seven. seven was six. Ayuk is seven. Right. We have three more spots. Eight. I got Debo with. I'm with. I Debo. got Debo. Yeah, I could. I could. I could go with Debo. I've got Debo eight too. So that's Debo at eight. So so far through eight, we have well, seven forty nine. One Brown and one Brown. Yeah. Nine. Uh, Jed Kittles. Wills. Jed Wills. He's <laughs> 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 crazy. Bro. I had Charlie on here at well, number nine. Uh, you forgot about. Kittle, Kittle hasn't gotten well, in. Well, yeah, he's not in, and I had him at seven, so I, 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 I still have Kittle. to vote for I got Kittle. Kittle at nine. Kittle. That's fine. So, George Kittle at nine, and number no, ten. No, no, wait, wait, who was eight? Eight was Samuel. Samuel. Oh, okay, okay. One more spot. Ten. I had one through. other Brown on my list. 
Uh, I got uh, I got your boy uh, Delpit. I had a Mari Cooper slash Denzel Ward. I could be I could go either way on it. By the way, there's two but, guys that were in the NFL top 100 on the Niners that we haven't even mentioned yet. Dre Greenlaw. Yeah, their other three. linebackers tremendous. Yeah. And I can't the the safety. I don't even know. Oh yeah, the Hoamawa Hola. Huafanga. Yeah, yeah. So who's going at ten then? Is it Cooper? Is it? Well, you voted for two. G voted for. Delpit. Delpit. I'd say Denzel. And I love my guy Martin Emerson, but I'm taking Denzel okay. in this game. Two for Denzel Bull. If you go with Delpit, it's a split. If you go with somewhere else. Who, you one. guys are going Denzel. I, no, I went Delpit. with Cooper, but when I wrote it down, I wrote Cooper slash Denzel. Cooper, Delpit. I, no, Delpit, uh, Denzel, Denzel, Delpit, Cooper. Yeah. So if you go Cooper or I'll Denzel. go. I'll go Dre Greenlaw. So it's a four-way it's split, and then you have to decide. I think for this game, I'm going Denzel. Yeah. I, I think Denzel I no is, Denzel's that. a guy who's playing extremely well. They need a cornerback with these receivers. Now, there may be no more important player in this game than Amari Cooper. He's all they yes. got. But considering the quarterback, and it's who would you want for See, this I game? See, I don't think so. I'll, I'll tell you who's an important player in this game if the Browns have any chance of pulling Curling something. Well, I was going to say Jerome Ford, but whatever yeah, running, running back. Like, the Browns' only chance is to run well. I don't know that they'll be able to, yeah, I don't but I, hopefully P.J. Walker has 14 passing So, no matter how you do it, there's two Browns and eight Niners. Well, we're going to run through the list again real quick. It could have been nine and one. It could easily be nine If we went to 15, there'd be more Niners than Browns in the next five. It'd be 15, 15, it would probably be 13 and two. Yeah. Drake Greenlaw would definitely be on it. Yep. Yep. Traverius Ward, their cornerback, is yeah, very good. Yeah, he's another good one. Their yep. safety, I can't pronounce, Halfa Nuga. Half, yeah, safety yeah, yeah. is very, right? very good. Yep. But also, I do think there's a case. Amari Cooper should be on that list if we went to 15 for sure. Oh, yeah. And Delpit is definitely in that conversation. Let's go through our top 10, though, as we voted on the top 10 players for this Sunday's game based on just who you'd want on Sunday. Number one, Trent Williams. Number two, Christian McCaffrey. Number three, Miles Garrett. Four, Nick Bosa. Number five, Fred Warner. Brock Purdy comes in at number six. Brandon Ayuk at seven. Debo Samuel at eight. George Kittle at nine. And Denzel Ward at ten. Rounding out the totals, eight for San Francisco. To add that all up, it looks to me like a Browns victory 13 to 10. (laughs) When you add all that up. This is an exercise for everybody that every single season when you say, hey, why don't the Browns go out and try to get so-and-so? We don't need that name. We got DPJ. We don't need that person. We got so and so. A lot of people are telling me that. Uh, this we don't need. We, 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 there's no re- DeAndre Hopkins can't help us. We have Elijah Moore. Boy, if y'all don't stop playing around, these dudes got top guys at every position, and we tell the people. I do G, think sixty-four million. Sixty-four million. That's yeah. the answer. Sixty-four million next year is the answer. Yeah. The cap hit of Deshaun on this team next year. That's why. And because because he was uh, D Hop was chasing every last dollar that was out there, and they couldn't give it to him no, because they have that to worry may about be so, Jason. Million. But that doesn't excuse the leagues yeah. of fans oh, saying we totally didn't agree. Yeah, 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 like they're just like, like, yeah, but, but bull. There's got to be a means to an end. Like I can sit here and scream that I want a pony for Christmas. It's not going to happen. The Browns could have still there paid are, him. There's always a and, way they restructured and a million. Contracts. I remember when we were discussing this trade when we said we're giving up three first round draft picks. And this money for this guy, and I was saying amongst the reasons I hate it is because the salary cap hell we're going to live in down no, the road. No, no, and no. I was told, ignore no. the salary That's cap ridiculous. hell. That's no, ridiculous. The no, Browns have the most cap space in the NFL right, right now. Right now they do. So no. what? You, you keep you, pushing, kicking you, the can. You, no, you know what? You so guys, should we, you don't want a great quarterback no, so you don't have to pay him? Two I things mean, can be true. You're right, and you got to live in the moment. you got to yeah. try and win now, but you're right. When the Falcons traded Matt Ryan – to the Colts last year, he was not on the roster. He was a forty million dollar cap hit on them last How'd year, that work out for and he them? wasn't on the roster. Yeah. Tampa Bay has a thirty-five million dollar cap hit this year for Tom Brady, who's golfing. So it he won the Super Bowl, but yes, and, <laughs> they and, did. And, so it worked, and, and, and that's why and the Rams. And it worked. That's the point I was making no. a couple weeks ago. Is it's going to end badly. It always does with these quarterback contracts. It's what you do in the interim. It makes it and worth it. And two of the five years right now aren't looking so great. And the, I'm not and, ready and to the, give up I mean, the Falcons season. should have had a Super Bowl win, and they didn't. They right. gagged away no, 23. No, no. The Bucs did. If you have a Super Bowl ring, you can too. live with a $40, Doesn't $50 matter. million the, the, dollar quarterback the worst, hit. The worst contract in Deshaun Watson is, is Conklin's. 
This is the thing we get because well, because or Will's fifth year too. Uh, because linemen don't really have any crazy like they don't they just kind of blend in. Conklin's contract is going to be horrible. They can't get out of that. Jed Will's fifth year is inexplicable. And by the way, if you talk about how you want to construct the offensive line, you're paying two of the most expensive guards in the entire league. So we want to talk about not to mention Najoku and Will's fifth year option. So there's a those, couple of misses. Those where are bad. Like, the Conklin is bad. We've talked about it. It's bad. The Deshaun contract. Yeah, but you have to pay the quarterback. I understand. I'm just telling you, it's it's what you do between now and the end because at the right. end of this deal. Everyone's going to be screaming about how horrible this contract and, is. And Everybody let's is. Let's point this out, too. When you're paying your quarterback $890,000, like the Niners are playing Brock Purdy, look at the flexibility you have. When the Legion of Bo- when, when the Seahawks won their Super Bowl and Russell was on a rookie deal, yep. Pete Carroll was screaming to media, Guys, don't get used to this. That's right. Because soon our reality is we're going to pay him $30 million. Well, they but, paid Patrick Mahomes a ton. He won the Super Bowl last year. Uh, the yes. Year, the year before that, the Rams won the Super Bowl with Stafford, who was making a ton. Bull, the year missing, before that, Tom Brady was making a ton. He won the Super the Bowl. Point. What's the point? The point is yeah. when you have one quarterback that's making eight ninety, and you have all that flexibility to bring in all of these eight players in the top uh, however, ten in this game, yeah. you don't have that luxury when you're Cleveland and you're paying your guy more than any but, other quarterback. But here's, here's the you thing. Nobody, they could have signed the Andre Nobody Hopkins. is bringing this up. The I San, agree with that. The San yeah. Francisco 49ers. Pay money and picks to get Jimmy G. And guess what? They took him to the Super Bowl, right? He went to the Super Bowl. If he was in Cleveland, we'd have never got rid of Jimmy G. He went to the Super Bowl. I mean, oh, I was screaming for Jimmy G. Y'all told me he sucks. That's not even the point. And he didn't take them to the Super Bowl. Oh, they took him to the Super Bowl. They drafted, <laughs> they drafted Trey Lance. Yeah. And, and it was the worst pick. In the last oh 20 years, no, it's not. It, he didn't for what they gave up. For I what they gave him. up, yeah. it's the worst. And, and they and you know what they did? They just said, "Get out." That's it. They kept it moving and kept it pushing. I, I yeah. love that. The Browns don't they keep double down on stupid. Don't, don't double down. Get them out. And then you look. But if they pivot. didn't find Brock Purdy, Trey Lance would still be there. You're right. But it made it easier for them to wash their hands of because Trey Lance. They, they they and in Brock fairness, Purdy. Trey Lance never got a fair chance. He's only no, played he four games. I agree yeah. with that. I agree with that. Yeah. We don't know. We, you know, who knows? Yeah, we can't judge DTR on one game. Yeah, right. No. Or maybe we can. I no, mean, I don't, no, I don't think the you bottom can. line is DeAndre Hopkins is still playing well. He's got 356 yards on a running offense with a bad quarterback. And we don't want, we don't want nobody. <laughs> hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.